The Voices of Search podcast is a proud member of the I Hear Everything podcast network. Looking to launch or scale your podcast? I Hear Everything delivers podcast production, growth, and monetization solutions that transform your words into profit. Ready to give your brand a voice? Then visit IHearEverything.com. Bridge Toll, California, customer service number. Highway miles to the gallon, Ford Focus. Thailand Cave Rescue Operation. What is Schema F? Best wine bars in San Carlos, California. Best Western hotels. How old is Ronaldo? What happened with Big Brother? What's a good engagement? How long before a wedding should I send out save the dates? In the first series Use IMAP to check email on other email spots. clients. Identify Some fonts from where to find the Welcome to the Voices of Search podcast. Today we're going to talk about a PR expert's guide to link building. Joining us is Dmitry Dragulov, who is the founder of JustReachOut.io and the popular blog CriminallyProlific.com. JustReachOut is a SaaS tool that's used by more than 4,000 businesses such as Airbnb, HubSpot, Leadpages, and Nickelodeon to pitch relevant bloggers, influencers, and journalists to get exposure through press coverage without the help of PR firms. And today, Dimitri and I are going to discuss his guide to link building. And this podcast is also sponsored by Hrefs. What if I told you that you could monitor your website's SEO health, backlinks, and organic rankings at no costs? Sounds too good to be true? Well, it's not. Because my friends at Ahrefs just launched Ahrefs Webmaster Tools. Ahrefs' new Webmaster Tools product quickly helps you improve your site's visibility by pointing solutions to over 100 technical issues that might be holding your search performance down. Plus, AWT monitors for backlinks so you'll know the most linked to pages and how those links are affecting your rankings. And AWT shares what keywords your website ranks for and compares how you stack up against competitors for key metrics like search volume, keyword difficulty, and traffic value. Look, monitoring your website used to require multiple expensive tools. And now, thanks to Ahrefs, that's not the case anymore because AWT will help you monitor your SEO health, backlinks, and keywords for free. And no, it's not one of those 14-day free trial offers. It's a powerful site audit tool that will keep working for you for free. So check out Ahrefs Webmaster Tools at ahrefs.com slash A-W-T. That's A-H-R-E-F-S dot com slash A-W-T. All right, here's my conversation with Dmitry Dragulov, the founder of JustReachOut.io and CriminallyProlific.com. Dmitry, welcome to the Voices of Search podcast. Thank you. Good to be here. Excited to have you here. You know, you were a guest on my other podcast, the MarTech podcast, a couple of years ago, and uh, excited to have you here to talk to the SEO and content marketing community you run a couple of different properties. Tell us about what Just Reach Out and Criminally Prolific are. Just Reach Out, it's a software company. helps you pitch journalists, get featured in press all on your own without PR firms. So anybody who's a small brand, a small business, maybe a sole proprietorship, or maybe it's a larger brand. You know, we have larger companies, 10, 20, 100 people. Even, you know, HubSpot uses us. Some of the bigger companies use us as well, but anybody out there doesn't need to hire a PR firm. They can just use our tool and get links and get features and get a podcast interview going, get a get a blog to cover them, get a guest contributor spot somewhere, 
we have all these different tools in the platform allow you to kind of do uh, the outreach on your own, identify who to ping, and then do the outreach as well and improve the outreach as you get going. So let's talk a little bit about PR and link building specifically. I feel like when most SEOs think about link building, their default is, I'm going to send a bunch of cold emails to people that maybe will share a link. You know, I wrote a blog post. Can you reference back to it? It's kind of a, a spammy art. And you're talking about ways where you can, you know, reach out to people that are New York Times journalists. What's the difference between spammy outreach and, and PR outreach, which might actually be effective? So I just did this whole uh, webinar and a masterclass. And then we did a Launchpad Academy, which is another circle of marketers that I'm part of where we teach PR and SEO outreach. And what we did is we just deconstructed emails that are successful at getting attention and emails that are not. And this is primarily talking about the emails that are PR centric. You're pitching a brand to get featured somewhere or you're pitching a person to be featured on a podcast because we've sent north of 5 million emails who just reach out, right? And so analyzing what works and what doesn't. The first thing that we see is uh, personalization and relevancy in terms of value, right? So most of the emails that are not working either are not personalized enough or are not delivering enough value up front to interest somebody. So for example, this morning, we had a customer just reach out who was very upset that the platform was not working for him. He said he had spent two months pitching through it, trying to get on a podcast, and he only got one podcast. And so when he showed his emails, his emails were, Hi, Joe, love your podcast. I'm pitching my company to be on your podcast. Our CEO has accomplished and four paragraphs of what the CEO has done. And that was, he sent, must have sent 200 emails like that. And I said, well, wait a minute, like why, how in the world is this going to be valuable to that person, to that podcast host? If there's no way that podcast host is going to be interested in hearing about a person's bio, you know? <laughs> but I put so much effort into writing this comprehensive bio that went all the way back to the person's first job to what they're trying to sell to me today. It's, that should work, right? If I write you a, a blog, if I write you, you know, a novel and I pitch you, all you have to do is just read that email back and uh, that's our whole episode, right? They get so many. So I told them, like, they get so many people pinging them, right? As a podcast host or maybe as a blog or a publication or a journalist, you get like 300 a day, 400 a day. And how do you stand out from it? So the first thing I tell everybody is like, say it out loud. And that's what I told this guy today. I'm like, hey, just say that email out loud. And we started saying it out loud. It just sounds so silly. Like, hi, my name is Joe. I represent a brand. Like you'd never talk randomly to a person like that, would you? And so there's a, a friend of mine that actually did that experiment. They went to a bunch of random people at the store talking these emails out loud. Like, hi, can I have you a few minutes? Like, I'd love to talk to you about the whatever it is. That, and he's just 
memorize those cold emails, those talking out loud. And they just sound very ridiculous when you read them out loud. And so we try and train people to personalize and deliver value pretty much up front. So a lot of the outreach that is working that I'm seeing right now for SEOs specifically is, hey, and I do this a lot as well. I'm writing an article or, hey, I just published an article for sales productivity tools. I want to include you. Which page on your site should I link up to? Should it be your homepage? Should it be something else? I'm publishing this. And you could be publishing or you could not be, or you know, you could be in the process of writing. You could have published already on your blog. Maybe you're just writing an answer on Quora and you're like, hey, I want to reference your brand in this answer. What page should I reference? You know, this, my answer is very thorough. It's going to rank high and it's going to promote you. So that's usually the best way to start a conversation. You know, I just started a conversation with Alfred from Referral Candy the other day. And that's what I did. I'm like, Alfred, man, like, I'd love to work with you, but I don't want to sound like every other SEO guy out there being like, hey, can you link for me? I'd love to link to you. Like, I I just don't want to be like that random person that's like, hey, can you cover us? (laughs) So I said, Alfred, I want to promote you, you know, and that's unique and it's value up front. So that's how you should be thinking about outreach when it comes to that kind of outreach for SEO PR. Doctors make the worst patients. I know this firsthand. My dad's an orthopedic surgeon. He's a terrible patient. Marketers tend to be terrible marketers of their own brand, their personal brands. And podcast hosts apparently do a terrible job of getting on other podcasts. And I'll, I'll raise my hand here of, look, I, I uh, have podcasting as one of the ways that we market the MarTech podcast. I try to go and be visible in the podcast sphere. I try to talk to other podcasters and be a guest on their show. And I have somebody on my team, Arion, who is doing our podcast outreach. And what we've done is we've created a list of the popular marketing podcasts. And our outreach is something like, hey, we love your show so much that I just left a five-star review. Here's a screenshot of the five-star review. I specifically liked you know, a recent episode and we'll show that we're actually listening to the podcast and doing our research and Then it's, I just wanted to volunteer if you're looking for new guests, Ben, who's the host of the MarTech podcast and the Voices of Search podcast, you know, he can talk about being an independent consultant, running a podcast, new media monetization. If you're looking for guests, Ben would love to connect. And honestly, that uh, outreach has kind of been a terrible failure. What am I doing wrong? So, yeah, I I think, so we do podcast outreach as well this way. And a lot of the disconnect in that type of a template happens with the fact that you are identifying a topic that was somewhat already covered on that podcast. And the podcast host already has, you know, a list of guests. And so it's kind of like 10th tab on your browser in terms of, you know, interest. When I wanted to get on co-schedule podcast, for example, when I pinged Ben, I was like, hey man, I just listened to this podcast episode and you guys don't really talk about like SEO impact, social has on SEO impact, right? Because it's this like weird subject of like, yeah, 
it doesn't really impact the metric, the SEO, but then it does. You can use it for all these other things. And this is something I've been working a lot on. And I actually found that there is some correlation, um, but you guys don't cover it at all. You guys don't cover it on your blog. You guys don't cover it on your podcast. And it's a pretty important subject. And I bet if you talked about it, I bet you'd be able to get more pink customers. Like you can market that thing. And so he loved that topic so much that he's like, hey, I'll have you on and I'll have you write an article on how social media impacts SEO. And they're pushing ads to that podcast episode and to that article just because that subject was so not taboo, but it was just very out of the ordinary of like, here are 10 ways to improve your social media presence. Like, like, and then so like, I guess harping on what you can deliver that is completely different from what, but much more valuable or, or something like that from what others have on that podcast or something that they completely missed is really a lot of like where the work is, but it would really help. And it could be like identifying one thing like that, you know. There's definitely a creative aspect of PR in terms of how you're going to present yourself, what you're going to pitch, how you're going to do your outreach to be differentiated. You know, creativity is a, a very important part of PR. It's one of the reasons why SEOs generally try to say, look, uh, the PR team is somebody separate, right? We don't really get involved with that. PR can be a very valuable channel when it comes to SEO because you can get some of the highest priority, highest profile links and really start to drive valuable traffic and visibility. Time for a one minute break to hear from our sponsor, Previsible. So you're looking for SEO help and you got a couple of options. You could start replying to spam from agencies that claim they can get you to rank number one on Google. You can pay an hourly rate for a consultant who will inevitably nickel and dime you with hourly charges. Or you can work with a cookie cutter agency to quickly launch a strategy-less project with low success rate. None of those sound very good, now do they? Well, that's where Previsible's integrated consulting model comes in. Previsible draws from a collective 40 years of SEO and digital marketing experience to unlock your organic growth opportunities. They build custom solutions that combine strategy, technical expertise, content, and reporting to effectively operationalize SEO for your business. Previsible's four-stage approach ensures that your SEO programs thrive by starting off with a strategy-first approach. Then they support you in your efforts to create quality content, help you identify technical issues, and most importantly, they'll work with your cross-functional teams to integrate your SEO strategies to make sure that your SEO budget actually drives results, not just your agency's bottom line. So join brands like Yelp, eBay, Canva, Atlassian, Square, all who rely on the SEO consultants at Previsible. For more information, go to previsible.io. That's previsible, P-R-E-V-I-S-I-B-L-E dot I-O. So give me the quick guide to how to work with a PR team if you're in SEO or what are some of the things as an SEO you can do to start creating more value? I think as the very first kind of thing that as an SEO, when you're creating any kind of content or just trying to be on a show or doing any kind of promotion, the very first thing as an SEO, you need to think of what keyword do I want to rank for and why 
do I want to do it? Do I want to get revenue from it? Publicity? Is it good for my brand? But be very clear on like, like for me, I want to rank number one for PR outreach. The reason is I'm going to get 10 customers a day from this keyword when I rank number one for it. And it's going to increase by 220 in three years. And it's going to be 50 in four years or whatever it is. Like I'm going to make a projection and then I'm going to kind of get to number one. So that's my number one goal. Don't just kind of get to a point, one random keyword and then kind of sort of is in my umbrella of topics. And I think it's a good one. Have that one word and know what you want to rank for and why and what the metrics will be. Have a goal for your keywords, right? When you're doing your keywords, you're understanding which ones are about awareness, which ones are brand visibility, and which ones are meant to be revenue driver. I guess the the follow-up question to that is that's kind of general SEO strategy. When you think about PR specifically, how do you start to integrate your PR and SEO strategies? Right. So the first thing that you do is that what I did with small business tools blog is I start mentioning brands that I want to promote my content. So I, if you Google sales productivity tools, I rank number one. What do I do? I ranch in all, all sorts of brands in there that I like that are sales productivity tools. I mentioned quotes and data from people. Why do I do that? Because I want, I'm going to email each and every one of them. And then I'm going to go on LinkedIn and I'm going to LinkedIn each and every one of the people that run content at these brands. I'm going to find marketers on Twitter at these brands and I'm going to harass them to death until they will promote my piece of content whether they promote it on social media, whether they link to it, whether they promote it in their podcast, their newsletter, they're going to do something about my piece of of content. And that's the first part of getting PR going around a piece of content. You publish a podcast episode, you publish a blog post, you publish anything on your site. You need a PR plan to promote it. And to do that, the easiest thing is just to mention partners and then build those partnerships, right? So like you mentioned Zendesk, you ask Zendesk to promote it. You mentioned Help Scout or CoSchedule. You ask them to promote your piece of content. And then you build these partnerships going forward. So you gave them something up front, then they promoted you, then maybe you give them something else. Maybe you ask some other partner to link up to them. Then you ask them to promote you by linking to you. And the key is to build up these relationships where you have maybe 10, maybe 20 of these brands and they can trust you and you can email them and say, hey, dude, I just need some help with this thing. Can you just hook me up? Can you link to me? Can you promote me? And they'll do it because they know that you will deliver more value for them in the, in the future. And it's a valuable, mutual, mutually valuable relationship. Uh, but to start, I always promote them up front or I ask, how can I promote them? I'll go to the trouble of even searching online and figuring out on the Ahrefs, what are they trying to rank for? Where are they number six, number 10 for a keyword? And I'll email the SEO or the head of content marketing or anybody who does content marketing for them and say, hey, you guys are ranking low for your keywords. I'd love to make you rank higher. I'm thinking about linking to this page. 
is this at all on your horizon? Where should I link to make you rank faster? I guarantee you get responses pretty much right away on that, you know? I think that's a great strategy and you're always sort of leading with presenting value. What you're talking about is a content syndication strategy. And again, I, I think of that being different than PR. You know, PR, I think I'm reaching out to journalists. I'm reaching out to somebody who is a content creator for a large publication and I'm trying to get them to, you know, whether it's a creator, whether it's the New York Times, the Wall Street Journal, you know, whatever that I think of that as PR, right? How do I get in the newspaper? How do I get in the sort of enterprise grade blog as opposed to how do I work with other companies? Do you see the strategy being different between that type of partnership PR that you're talking about and then working with journalists specifically? Yeah, it is very different. Journalists are not as savvy as, you know, your content marketers, your head of SEO and those types of people. Journalists are just, they need to create a piece of content, need to publish it once, twice, three times a day, and they need a story. They're seeking for some kind of big name brand in the headline, some pivotal piece of data that it gets a lot of eyeballs. Some buzzword. Buzzwords. That's their world. So when you're dealing with traditional press and you want to be featured in press, and that's something we haven't harped on too much in this conversation because it's an SEO-focused conversation pretty much has been. When you're doing a traditional PR push, you're creating data for them to actually grab onto and use. And the guy that I know does pretty well with this is Brian Dean. He's a customer of mine and a good friend from Backlinko. And he does these studies, one-off studies, like 87% of keto dieters lie or something like that. The trick with these studies is that you can pitch it without getting the data. And that's the beauty that people don't understand. It's like, if I thought that 87% of people keto were lying, I just randomly, like you and I are chatting right now, you know, we'd be like, all right, let's just sit down and email maybe a hundred journalists saying we have data that 87% are dying. Cause we think that that's a cool headline and it sounds fun. And a bunch of our buddies think it's great. You email a hundred, you get 50 of them to respond saying, yes, I want the data. Then you go and you create the data and then, well, maybe it's 40% and you were wrong and you'll say, hey, I was wrong. You know, we finished the study and it actually is 40%. You're still interested. But at least you're running data on people who are responding to you and saying yes. But in, when you're dealing with traditional press, you're going to need to create something like this, I think, to, for data. And I, I have multiple examples. I have an article that I wrote on how to sort of run these studies and create data that would be interesting, right, uh, for people to cite and use. And it's a process. But I think that's how you will continuously be in the press is creating data, insights, it takes work and effort, other than that, anything else in the press where it's like an interview with you or all these different stories of funding and launching, it's just kind of not something that you can really... I think when you're, when you're thinking about PR and you're thinking about the strategies for using it for SEO, 
you know, the first thing that comes to mind is you have to think about PR in a way that you might not normally be. A lot of his partnerships with their brands, other entities, you know, people that you can really create a relationship with a partner. It's not necessarily TechCrunch and the New York Times all the time. You could be working with cross-functional partners, other people that are in your industry. The outreach strategy is something that requires a lot of creativity. And my biggest tip after having talked to Dimitri is got to lead by providing value. Hey, I want to link to your site. Where should I be directed this? Great. You know, is there a way that you could also include a link to this property that we created, which mentions your brand? Those types of not necessarily transactional relationships, but value creating relationships are the ones that are going to drive the most success. And that wraps up this episode of the Voices of Search podcast. Thanks for listening to my conversation with Dmitry Dragulov, founder of Just Reach Out and criminallyprolific.com. In part two of this interview, which we'll publish tomorrow, Dmitry and I are going to discuss how social media impacts your SEO. If you can't wait until our next episode and you'd like to learn more about Dmitry, you can find a link to his LinkedIn profile in our show notes. You can contact him on Twitter where his handle is Dragulov, D-R-A-G-I-L-E-V. Or you can visit his company's websites, which are Just Reach out.io or criminallyprolific.com. And a special thanks to Previsible for sponsoring this podcast. If you're looking for support with all of your SEO needs, Previsible's integrated consulting model is there for you. They draw on a collective 40 years of SEO and digital marketing experience to help you unlock your organic search and growth opportunities. So join brands like Yelp, eBay, Canva, Atlassian, and Square, all who rely on SEO consultants at Previsible. For more information, go to previsible.io. That's P-R-E-V-I-S-I-B-L-E dot I-O. And a special thanks to Ahrefs for sponsoring this podcast. Monitoring your website used to require multiple expensive tools, but that's not the case anymore thanks to Ahrefs because they just launched their Ahrefs Webmaster Tools product, which monitors your SEO health, helps you keep track of your backlinks, and gives you the insight into what keywords are performing for free. So check out Ahrefs Webmaster Tools at ahrefs.com slash A-W-T. That's Ahrefs, A-H-R-E-F-S dot com slash A-W-T. Just one more link in our show notes I'd like to tell you about. If you didn't have a chance to take notes while you were listening to this podcast, head over to voicesofsearch.com where we have summaries of all of our episodes and contact information for our guests. You can also send us your topic suggestions, your SEO questions, or you can even apply to be a guest speaker on the Voices of Search podcast. Of course, you can always reach out on social media. Our handle is Voices of Search on Twitter, and my personal handle is Ben J. Shap, B-E-N-J-S-H-A-P. And if you haven't subscribed yet and you want a daily stream of SEO and content marketing insights in your podcast feed, we're going to publish an episode every day during the work week. So hit the subscribe button in your podcast app, and we'll be back in your feed in the next business day. All right, that's it for today. But until next time, remember, the answers are always in the data. 